Welcome to Intuitive Art Sales. This is the show where I, Jessica Craddock, am going to teach you how to source your art marketing from within. You're gonna practice claiming that authentic art business that you want and leading it the most natural way for you to get there. You're gonna to learn to get connected to your intuition, your confidence, and your community so that you can sell your art consistently while holding strong boundaries on your work-life balance. I am here with my good friend, Helen Flynn. Helen is a artist, healer, teacher, and author. She's one of my multi-passionates. And now she knows what to offer and who her audience is. Now she's focusing on laying the foundation for her next 10 years and working on getting more eyes on her work. So Helen, how are you? Fantastic. So happy you're here. <laughs> so happy. Um, Helen and I worked together for a year. Yeah. About a year. Yeah. And it's been, I don't know, maybe six months since we've worked together, but I always love staying in touch because she is such an interesting person. I'm actually in one of her classes now. I guess we call it a group membership. But anyway, um, so let's get to helping you outline your next six to 12 months or figuring out what your next steps are. And in order to do so, I have to figure out where you want to go and some of the, some of the pieces that are holding you back. So um, imagine that we are celebrating a year from now and you have accomplished so, so much. I'm gonna look at what you gave me earlier and say you are an art and spiritual business offering joy, beauty, and wisdom. Your artwork is making consistent sales and it's valued by collectors. You've got a solo gallery show going with your father's work. You've got your book published. You've got your membership going. Wow. <laughs> tell me about that. Tell me, tell, tell me a little bit more about it. What does that look like to you? Why do you want it? What's important to you in there? Yeah, um, I guess it's joy and fulfillment <laughs> that I'm looking at that point. And that's the why I started to begin, you know, to begin my business to begin off. And um, definitely I want this to be having consistent income by, by sharing my gifts. So, um, you know, creating art and shedding light to the world working as a light worker, a spiritual worker. I feel like it's my life purpose. <laughs> it's my calling. Yeah. So um, yeah, one year from now, I think, uh, yeah, I want all of that. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the type of uh, a girl that wants it all. <laughs> I think what I, what I really love about what you just said is it's not just I want to sell my art, but I want to be a light worker. Like you figured out not just that top level desire, but what is three or four or five underneath that. And I know that all of the things that you offer all pull into that core mission of yours. So it's not just about the art. It's not just about your book. It's not just about your membership. It's how they all work together and how you can impact the world. So what is it that you want to give to others? Yeah, I, I really hold this uh, strong calling 
that um, I've been on a spiritual journey for more than a decade. And it, it really takes me a lot of healing and finding out who I am to get to where I am today. Mm-hmm. And I really want to help others to do the same, you know, basically leaving their passion, offering their skill in exchange to financial abundance and not be afraid of that. You know, I, I know a lot of um, clients of mine or women business owners that I talk to, they tend to think small or like yeah. get fear. fear gets in the way. So basically I want all of them to shine their light. You know, if, if every one of us is doing what we're supposed to do, <laughs> like what we're good at and having financial abundance, there was no more fear anymore. So that's what I want to see really, like how, how the world is, can be changed by um, all this knowledge I've learned, not only this last lifetime, but also from all my past, you know, ancestral lifetimes, I want to spill them out <laughs> and help the world. Yeah, I feel like your mission and my mission are almost exactly the same. And we're just bringing it into the world through different ways, through our different skill sets. Totally, totally agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I like what you do too. <laughs> you help me to actually set off my business. Seriously, I, I'm so grateful for that. And you're always in my heart. Oh, thank you. And you too. And you said that you wanted to create consistent income. And I know that you have come a long way from a year or two years ago What's the difference between now and then? What have you done differently? I know we actually got into this pretty deeply in another interview that we did together, but like, if you could just give me one or two key components, what would you say that is? Yeah, I would say, um, first of all, is clarity. You really need to know what the heck you really want. (laughs) So very clear. Um, First, the vision, that piece of what, how it looks like the lifestyle and second is the number and you you taught us uh in your membership you know both of them you know first one is like a meditation you ask us to and then kind of like a future vision you have Mm -hmm. and then the second thing you ask us to put a number I still distinctly remember the first time I put it was (laughs) $1,250 per month um so you need to get really clear of what what it is that you want. And the second thing is that after the clarity is the first tiny step that you need to move towards that vision that you really want. So exactly. Whatever that thing, I think I just still remember distinctively that call that I made um, to the garden that I wanted to teach in. And now I'm having like during summer and actually I'm having one next next Friday so um during uh summer months and four months I'm teaching there and uh every time I I can earn between 1500 to 2000 dollars just for one workshop two hours so it's it's that call that five minutes of coverage that phone call that made me take off so and that one call led to I don't know how, like, I couldn't even really count, but led to this opportunity and this opportunity and this opportunity. And then you followed this one, you followed this one, you followed this one, and you just kept going. 
You yes. only had to That's make right. one freaking phone call. And it was scary. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but you got it. it those, is. those things that are game changers are always the scary ones. So this is actually a nice segue into my next question. But what do you already have in place, whether it's skills or mindset or um, ideas that are going to help you get to that vision? What are what are the things that you can say, I got these. This is mine. Yeah. Um... I have to say that the spirituality aspect of me, you know, being practice meditation, like knowing yourself and be really honest uh, mm -hmm. to yourself of who you are and what you want is really important. You know, um, once you get clear on that, you know, this is the art I want to make and this is the money I want to make. You don't want to compromise that. Right. And you need to right. be honest with yourself, you know, um, so once that brutal honesty and you can accept that, that that's the game changer to me. I mean, okay, this is what I want. And how do I make it happen, right? And then the second thing is trust, I think. And the trust is the process though. It's not like, oh, I, I trust my R, I trust, and then magic will happen. You need to take that tiny step. So it's almost like a, um, like, if you take the tiny action, you trust a little more. <laughs> and yeah. then another tiny step, you trust even more. And then, you know, once you gain, I don't know, I've gained like five or six successes out of 20 tries. Okay, not every time it's going to be successful, but you consistently trying out. And after the feedback, just a few, like even a handful, you know that you've got this. You know, people want what you offer and you are good at this and yes once you have that con uh, confidence you started the momentum because you're you're superly a pro you're not you know just that you know i'm trying to make it no you're making it <laughs> so that's the difference okay so you said tiny steps I, I'm good at taking tiny steps that lead to that trust for myself. And I'm also good at making sure I'm consistently trying so that I can get that feedback and know how to move forward. And that helps you inform your next tiny steps. Those are two amazing skills that can basically get you anything you want. So you just gave me a really big picture vision. What would you say is the next aspect of it that you are looking to create if you're we're thinking about tiny steps that lead to things what's the mm -hmm. big next step that we are trying to get to so that I can help you kind of break down some action steps great yeah um I am at a point that I personally feel like my business needs more eyeballs on my business like mm -hmm. it's the, the building, not like a lot of personal connection. I'm not afraid of personal connection, but I just need the bigger, you know, the three steps you taught us about, you know, building your audience and then nurture and then uh, the next step. That's yep. the, the, basically I need to broaden my audience. That's pretty much I'm trying to do that. Um, that 2% conversion rate, it's, it's almost like, I don't know, it's like golden, you know, um, 
every time when I send out email, you know, 2% people buy. So the bigger the pie, <laughs> the sure. more, you know, sales I can make. So that's, if you ask, what's the next step? That's me. I want to skill up and get more eyeballs. Yeah. So um, I think you know this, but not eyeballs not all eyeballs are created equally. So yeah. I think that one of your strengths is that you are really great at the personal connection aspect and telling people what you do and inviting people into what you do. Now, the flip side of that is you only know so many people, right? You've right. been doing that. I know that that's something that you are consistently practicing. And so there are other pieces to that pie where you can use other tools to continue scaling how many people you can get in front of. So in this next version of consistent income, it'll be my third round that I'm creating. Um, I'm teaching a four month rotation. Used to be three, now it's four, but the first one is visibility. Mm. And the idea is that you focus on one main visibility activity that's not to say you're not doing anything to be visible the other months, but for that month, that is your mission. That is your purpose. That is where you're spending, if not the majority of your time, at least the biggest piece of the pie. Okay. So that being said, writing it down, <laughs> there are multiple ways to do that. And you can choose to use the same way over and over, or you can choose to layer and there is no one wrong way. So for example, when I first started my business, I did a really poor job of the nurturing and selling, but I was excellent at visibility. That was the thing that I knew how to do and I was good at, and that's where I spent the most of my time. So I built up systems that would help me get in front of more people consistently without me always having to be putting in more work. So sometimes I would focus on being in articles. Sometimes I focused on Google SEO and blogs. Sometimes I focused on Pinterest. I've recently added YouTube to the mix. So I actually have an article on my website called the four best ways to get your art seen, which gives you quite a few different ways to um, think about visibility activities. But with that being said, I'll give you the high level overview real quick. It is um, super connectors, things like interior designers or uh, galleries or anyone who has an audience that you just connect with one person and they connect you with more. There is things that keep working, which is things like keywords, SEO, Google, Pinterest, YouTube, Etsy, all of those um, events. This is the one that you probably have been the most focused on, whether it's, you know, doing your painting at the garden or putting on shows. And the fourth one, I'm going blank. What is the fourth one? Oh, social media, but not just any social media. There are two main ways that I feel that social media helps you be more visible. And one is using whatever their baby is in this moment in time, Instagram's reels is their baby. So if you're doing that on a daily basis, eventually you'll figure out what's working for you and be able to use it more for visibility. Um, and then ads, ads is another good one, which you have said, I'm thinking about doing more of. 
So of those things that I just mentioned, where would your next excitement be around focusing? Um, I think focusing on Rio already. And mm-hmm. you're, you're right, you're definitely right. <laughs> because I compare posts with Rio, you know, I get 5,000 views on Rio and 93 people view my posts. So that's yeah. already a huge, uh, the baby. And then I am thinking of adding YouTube to, um, to the mix as yeah. well. And that's actually um, the publisher actually recommend also. Um, they've gained a lot of success for people like you give golden tips on YouTube and then ask them in email, like an email exchange, download some kind of workbook. Um, I haven't done any like keywords or, or SEOs, but I'm curious about that. So I need to learn more about it. Um, the super connectors, that's a great, it, it's similar to collaboration in a sense. Yes, collaborators so getting, is in there. Right, right. It's That's what I've been doing, but I think I can do more of it. Um, even locally, it's, it's almost like it's a thing that you keep in mind. So wherever you go, you kind of start right. talking about it. So it's not like, oh, I have to do this type thing. Um, ads, I want to do it uh, when my course is ready. So I know if there is a specific time frame, I want to do it, but not right now. Yeah. So I think I will rotate the three that you mentioned, you know, uh, the keywords, um, social media I already doing and probably YouTube keywords, YouTube and super connectors, those three, I want to try it out because events and social media I'm already doing and ads, I want to do it when I'm ready. Yeah. Okay, great. So here is what I would do if I were you. Okay. You are already doing reels on a regular basis as a content practice. Almost daily. Yeah. Yeah, great. So keeping that up can make sure that you have visibility in all of your months, even if, you know, hopefully at this point, Reels doesn't take you so long that it's taking over everything. Oh yeah, it's very fast. (laughs) Just a quick thing that's keeping you in the visibility loop. Now, that being said, I have taught you before that ideally we have a monthly something that we can invite people to. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So for those monthly things, the more you can partner with someone or collaborate with someone or get in a local gallery or a local restaurant or something where that event is being held by someone who has their own audience. Mm. So that you are always able to increase your visibility and you're kind of doing double duty. So you have something that you can invite people to, to nurture, to um, show, you know, what you're doing, what you're talking about, what, what your art is about and asking those people, oh, can you invite your people as well? Which if they're, you know, if it's at their place, they're probably going to be doing anyway. So that's not that big of an ask. Okay. So that's two, they are already layering together. And then for your third, I love YouTube. Yeah. I, for a long time, left it alone and didn't do much with it. 
And I had some videos that had nine views and I had some videos that had 11,000 views. So like, there's a huge spectrum there. But the thing is, if you can make it a regular practice Mm -hmm. or one month I focus on making 12 videos and I drip one out for the next week every, you know, so often, you're going to start to figure out this works, this doesn't work. I personally don't really use it as a visibility activity. It just kind of happens to also work that way. I'm using it more as a, um, as a nurturing platform, Mm. but it kind of does double duty for me. Sometimes things work really well. Sometimes they don't, but I'm not putting time and effort into making sure that my titles or something that people are searching for and that I've put in keywords into the description and all of that. So if we're using it as a visibility activity, the thing that I would tell you to do is go Google something along the lines of basic keywording for YouTube and just learn five or six basic things that you can implement fairly easily to go with your YouTube videos. Okay. Erin Trafford is a great resource for this. You might look her up. E-R-I-N-T-R-A-F-F-O-R-D. F-F-O-R-D. Okay. I'll mm-hmm. check it. Check her out. Okay. So you will have your reels always working. Mm-hmm. You'll have your monthly activity connected to people who have an audience who can help you grow. And in your visibility month, you can make 12 to 16, not even, it doesn't have to be that many. It can be whatever you can make. But if you, let's say you set a goal of 12 in that month, you make 12 and then you just drip them out over time. Those three things together are going to layer and really help you get in front of more people. The other thing that I would say for you is I want you to start tracking some numbers. Yeah, I haven't done that. (laughs) You're right. Okay. And we can make this really easy. We don't have to overcomplicate it, but how many, let's see, for reels, you want to know what's the average amount of views I'm getting and how many followers has that increased? So it's going to be impossible to say this reel gives me this many followers, but you can start with, I have this many followers today, done 30 reels. They're averaging this many views. How many new followers do I have? Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually still right now, Instagram is my number one <laughs> buyers. They still putting in our buyers for me. Yeah, um, excellent. And then for YouTube, you can do the same. How many average views am I getting? How many videos have I put out? And how many followers do I have? Same, same stats. Is it like email subscribers? If you want to add email subscribers to that, that's good too. Okay. How many email subscribers do I have? So now we're up to seven things. And you're going to make sure that at the end of your YouTube videos, Mm -hmm. at least most of them, you're saying, here's how to subscribe. There's a link below. You'll get X, Y, Z. Right, right. Which I think you already have a freebie or two. If you yeah. don't have a freebie, do it anyway, but that will help give them a next step. 
to follow you. And then as far as the events go, you can say, how many people did I invite and how many people showed up? Yeah, events, yeah. Yeah, I need to do more of that. Now summer, it has more stuff going on now locally, actually. So it's probably yeah. a good time to focus on that. Yeah, like if I have a focus, one one thing at a month, it's not too overwhelming. <laughs> right, uh, and I would really encourage you, I know we're halfway through this month, so maybe it makes sense. I mean, you've already got the, the art going on, so that's your one for June. Yeah. And maybe the one for July and August and September as well. So you can start planning out two or three months in advance. It sounds like you're already four months in advance. But um, what could I do for October and November? Or maybe you're saying, you know, the same people come every week and the same people are members. So maybe I'm doing this event, but I'd like to add something else in in August. So for my online people. Mm and making that one a, a call to action in your content, but also something that you're personally inviting people to. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's great. Because that was my my next thing, you know, that I, I feel a hum, the, the visibility. It's not enough. And this is very clear. I like the clarity you always brought me. <laughs> okay. um, so my one more question, and then we probably need to wrap up. I have another thing after this. Um, mm -hmm. Is joining your email list the next thing that you want people to do after finding All this you? stuff, yes. yes. Okay, so one of your main calls to action from now till you have a different goal mm -hmm. is join my email list. Yes. Okay. which I'm sure you know already, but I'm just reinstating it, not just on your YouTube, but also when you're holding an event, hey guys, just so you know, I send out uh, emails. You should hop on there. Um, when you're doing reels, you could even throw in a couple about what's coming up in your newsletter and what they might want to get, but they have to be in their newsletter to get it. And that might just be as simple as, I'm telling this interesting story, uh, but you don't get to know the ending unless you're on my email list. But the more specific you can be about what you get in, or why they would sign up for your email list, the better. Yeah, that's because so, the call to action before I even I forget there is such a thing. I, I love you reinstate that. That's actually, it needs to be ingrained in, in all of our minds. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's golden. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, and I, it I, might not be email list for everybody. It might be something else. But or that like call if to action, you have to include it. Not just give out a piece of content. Hey, hey, by the way, this is great. And so what? Because <laughs> people aren't going out on the internet and saying, I want to sign up for some email lists. Where can I find some? <laughs> not a thing. Yeah. Not a thing at all. Yeah. You have to tell them what they want, why they want it, not I have an email list. So that's a different, well, we'll do a real quick lesson. Features and benefits. Maybe I've taught you this before. I can't remember. Features is the thing that it is. Benefits uh -huh. is why they want the thing. If uh -huh. you are just constantly saying, I have a membership, you should buy it. I have an email list. You should be on it. I have a book. You should sign up for the whatever. 
they don't care about any of that. Mm -hmm. They care about why they would do that. So you want to always share the benefit instead of the feature. Yep. That's, thank you. That's, that's great. I like it a lot. Yeah. Okay. I was writing it down. I say, what, why, how? And you said feature <laughs> benefit call to action. It's the same thing. Right? All right, Helen, this is lovely. Thank you for hanging out with me. I've missed your beautiful face. And tell me, <laughs> tell me, where should people go to learn more about Helen Flynn? Oh, yes. Uh, HelenCreatesBeauty.com is my website, and I have a lot of great free resources. Like what, Helen? What kind of free resources? They don't want free resources. They want to know what right. they want to get like out what? of the free resources. Right. Um, so I have um, one, it's uh, about feng shui and art and crystal. So how to put your artwork and feng shui and crystal together to create good energy flow. That's one. Good energy flow. If you sign up for her email list, what else? Yes. Um, I also have a uh, moon faces, like a moon cycle guided journal that you can use to uh, manage your like uh, energy management. Energy management. Good energy flow and energy management. You guys want both of those, right? You're on my list, so probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so HelenCreatesBeauty.com. Yeah. Helen is H-E-L-E-N. That's right, not double L. I get that a yeah. lot. Thanks for clarifying. No e -L -E -N problem. HelenCreatesBeauty.com. And my Instagram. Yeah. I'm very active on DM. <laughs> And Instagram is the same, right? Helen creates beauty, the handle. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Okay, excellent. Thank you so much, Helen. I enjoyed having you. Same here. I enjoy your wisdom. Thank you, Jessica. You're welcome. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't yet, be sure to hit subscribe so that you can get new episodes loaded straight onto your phone as soon as they're ready. And as an added bonus... When you subscribe, it helps other artists find this advice so we can learn how to make our art more valuable as a community. What could be better than that? And be sure to say hello and let me know you've been listening over on Instagram. My handle is at artistmarketcup. I would love to hear from you.